planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jackson Devil Driving. This is Odorous from Water. You're listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. Johan, how you going, man? I'm good, thanks. It's great to have you on the show, dude. Your new album, uh, John's Viking, man, it's, it's one hell of a ride. And it is, of course, album number 10. And it's a concept album, of course. So where does the writing or planning usually start for an album like that? No, on this album, we actually had our vocalist. He wrote a movie script on his spare time just to see if he could put it off, basically. Mm. And then when he finished this movie script, then he thought maybe we could base a an album on this story and making it into a concept album and then he presented that idea to the rest of the band and we thought it was cool to try something different, you know. And the and the writing also changed then because now we had a story to follow. So I was more thinking like trying to write for a movie score almost. Was that difficult? But more like I think it was just different. It was, it was not easier, it wasn't more difficult. Just a bit different. And it made me at least put in some more like atmospherical elements and stuff like the slower passages between the songs that we probably would not have done if, if it was a, a normal album. Well, man, it's definitely uh, it's definitely killer. Uh, I've been listening to it, and uh, it's as I said, one hell of a ride, man. It's it's amazing. And uh, I just saw the video for uh, At Dawn's uh, First Light, which is epic man it's like a mini movie as you were saying before it's like writing for a movie and this is definitely like a mini movie even the sets alone it's just huge <laughs> you know it looks like a lot yeah. of work into that man a lot of work went into that uh how was filming it was it pretty pretty uh hectic no it was pretty fun actually it's fun when the band has more like an acting part in the video yes other than just playing even though it's mostly playing in this video as well but cool to you know have makeup on and blood splattering and, and stuff <laughs> like that all the fun stuff it looked like a man it looked like an absolute blast to make so how long did it sort of take you guys to to do that uh, it took like two days basically and we, we did some parts earlier where we just played and then we did uh, all the acting parts with all the vikings on a, another day and then that took maybe for us in the band, maybe took six or seven hours. It was really quick and uh, smooth. The, the guys in group of 13 that made the video, they were very efficient when they filmed. And what about that set, that whole village set? Was that like a pre-existing set before you guys filmed? Uh, well, it's a place in Germany that it's like a reenactment uh, village. All these guys who, who, is, who is in the video, they, they do this. Lots, you know, they, they have reenactment battles and kind of live in that environment for certain times a year. So it's always there, this uh, village. It's not just a movie set. That's unreal, man. 
it looks it, it looks so real. <laughs> it was very very cool. Yeah. Yeah, man, that would have been amazing. No, I mean, it's, I think it's built from a historical place as well. They try to rebuild. They found find some remains and they try to rebuild how it looked. Man, I'd love to go there and check it out. That'd be amazing. And uh, of yeah, course, I mean, there's there's several places like that around here in Scandinavia and northern Germany. Well, uh, you worked with Andy Sneath again for the album, which, uh, you know, he's like one of my favorite producers on the planet. And uh, he's just, he, he's an all-around good dude as well. I've spoken to him uh, a couple of times and uh, he's uh, he's hilarious. So how was it working with him again? Yeah, very, I really like to work with him as well. I mean, on the last album, that was the first time we worked with him. And then he didn't really know us as persons. But this time around, we were all like good friends and, made it more easier and more fun to work this time. I mean, so I like to be like locked away like that in, in the countryside in England where there's not much distractions around, you know. It's just, uh, you can just concentrate on, on making the album. He's like my number one person I'd love to work with. He's he Everything he does yeah, is just gold. <laughs> yeah, he's just a cool guy. Yeah. And he has a good, uh, he has the same taste in food as the band as well. We we have we really like uh, to try to go out and eat uh, good meals every day, you know. And he also likes Indian curries, spicy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have lots of that. I could imagine that. I could imagine you doing that too. Super hot because he's English. So I know they. I know most of my English friends. They all love their their hot curry. <laughs> Maybe because yeah. it's cold over there. I don't know. <laughs> He, he even grows his own in chili. Oh, really? Yeah, and brings them to the to the restaurant. Well, on the album, you've also got guest vocals from uh, Doro Pesh uh, on the track uh, A Dream That Cannot Be, and uh, I think she's the absolute queen of metal. I, I love Doro. How, how did that come about? Yeah, that's, since the story has a, a female character, a very strong female character in, in the story, I thought we should really have female vocals portraying that somewhere on the album. And then we started to think who, who could fit into our music. And pretty much instantly we were thinking about Dora Pesh because she has this traditional heavy metal character full voice, you know, instantly recognizable. So we asked her and she was straight on to the idea and she actually came over to England and stayed there for two day, three days recording her parts with us. That would have been amazing hanging out with her and collaborating with her. She's she's an absolute yeah, legend. She's super nice. That's awesome to hear. That's that's so good. I'd love to see both you guys tour together down here. That'd be that'd be a pretty big dream. Yeah, yeah. That, that's 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 something to work on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're never gonna play that song without her present on stage. So if we play that song sometime, it's gonna be when when she's also on stage with us. Oh man, that'd be absolute magic. That'd be amazing. Well, uh, you know, uh, you know, there's there's something about Amon Amarth that really seems like it's become larger than life now. Uh, you know, and it's. But correct me if I'm wrong. That it has stemmed from you know the Viking-related imagery and themes that have been incorporated into the music. Do you feel that you know it has become that larger than life thing now? that, you know, over the last few years in one way or another that, you know, it's it, it's bigger than 
you know, you guys as, as musicians now, it's, it's out there in the world, your fan base is huge, that it's become kind of like this mythical, how do I describe it? I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of like, you know, people, do people actually think of you as Vikings now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really see it like that. We, we just do what we always have done. Keep on doing it and we slowly grow, you know. We don't really think about it like that. Just the way we, we have always been and we just do the kind of music we always have done, I think. I think it's important to stay consistent in your imagery and the style of music to, to have a fan base continue to grow. It's when you change too much in some directions that's when you when you start to lose your old fans and maybe you gain a new fan base but not then you lose the old one at the same time. So I think we, we like to stay like consistent. Oh totally man. You probably get a lot of people coming to shows like uh dressing up and things like that, you know, bringing swords and shields and stuff to, to shows. Do you do you get a lot of that? Yeah, yeah. That's how happens <laughs> all the time. And also we have the the instead of people doing a mosh pit, people actually make a big uh, they sit down in the middle of the audience and start to row. Like they're rowing a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's something I have never seen on another band's show. That's it's unreal. Like that. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. That we have like really people doing really cool stuff for us in the audience. And it's different too. I mean, I've only ever seen you guys once and that was at Soundwave in Brisbane. And uh, man, that was such a great show. And you had the big uh, Viking boat on stage. And all I could think is, how the hell do you guys get that from country to country, let alone gig to gig? <laughs> that thing's massive. Yeah. I mean, we have uh, two sets of Viking ships. We have one in the US and one in Europe. So we shipped the one from Europe over to Australia. Did it take long to get here? You just put it on a, a sh- in a shipping container and away it goes, and you just got to wait yeah, for it? Yeah, I think it. we put it in a shipping container. It probably took like three or four months to get down there. That's just crazy. I, I do remember hearing Gwar having to do that from when they toured down here. They had to throw all their stuff into a into a shipping container, including their uh, dinosaurs, Gorgor, and they just let yeah, Gorgor yeah. here. Yeah, that's, that, that was on the same tour, I remember. Cause we that's did right. some off shows with them. We did some smaller club shows on that tour with with Gore as well. Oh, I do remember that, and that was down. That was that wasn't up here in Queensland. I would have totally been at that if if it wasn't <laughs> so far away yeah. to travel. But uh, yeah, that was a that was a really good good day. That that was a great festival. It's a shame that uh, we haven't yep. got it anymore. But uh, you know, good memories. Yeah, I hope you. I hope you get something similar soon. Because I thought also that Soundwave Festival was really, really cool. How it was arranged and stuff like that. Oh, it was amazing. We are getting another one that's starting up next year in January called Legion Festival, uh, and that that should be good. That that was all crowdfunded, yeah. completely crowdfunded. So uh, uh, John Sankey from Devil You Know uh, has uh, organised that one. Hopefully we can yeah, see I'm, you guys. I'm hoping on that. we come. Yeah, I hope we can come back as soon as possible. So I'd really like to go down to Australia as well. How many times have you guys actually been down here on tour? I think three times. Yeah. 
two regular club club tours and one uh, time of Soundway. That's right, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could only make... I saw you at Soundway because I missed the last... the one before that. So, uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, you guys can bring the boat and come back down. Yeah. Well, festival, do you prefer doing festivals to club shows, though, or do, is it the other way around? I think... Um the cool thing about festivals is that you can have a bigger stage production, I think. Mm. But it's also cool. You know, I like the the variety, you know. It's also cool to play indoors in a smaller club environment where it's more, like, darker. And that's also cool. I mean, I like, I like it both. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I guess, you know, that way, the club shows, it can be a little bit more intimate with the fans as well, uh, you know, sort of that control chaos but uh you know in festivals you probably get thousands and thousands of people and that energy be totally different must be amazing man yeah. to tour the world and and uh experience that yeah that's that's why we do this awesome man well uh dude i am loving this new album as i said before and uh we're going to spin the track first kill uh, from the album john's vikings thank you so much for hanging with us on the show tonight and uh Fingers crossed we're going to see you down here soon, brother. All right. Thank you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 